0: You're listening to the Super Talk podcast, produced by the Australian Institute of Superannuation Trustees, shaping profit to member super.
1: Hello, and welcome to Super Talk. Today, we're discussing modern platform solutions. Uh, now, this is an area that sits at the crossroads of investing and technology, and it's becoming increasingly important to drive efficiency and capabilities as we future proof our superannuation system. With us today is Jane DuParis, Peter Stevenson and Felicia Truen uh, from JP Morgan, CBUS and Australian Super respectively. Jumping right into it, uh, Jane, what opportunities are there for funds that look to build an investment platform uh, as opposed to maybe a traditional approach?
0: Yeah, look, I think um, there's, there's a wide range of funds out there and they're all at different sort of stages in their platform journey, if you like. know, some have been at it for a few years, uh, some are just getting started, or some might have an existing platform and then be, you know, building out a new capability. Um, But I I think the opportunity is there to to look at the the sort of the full uh, ecosystem, if you like, um, of, of, you know, of components that make up uh, what a fund needs to do. Uh, And then they can, you know, work with the right vendors and partners um, you know, to, to come up with the you know the, the solution or the approach that makes sense for them, they can pick the best of breed technologies that they want to choose. Uh, you know, they don't need to. You know, I think we, we've seen pretty clearly uh, that a one stop shop or a, you know a turnkey solution is not the right fit. Uh, funds need to be able to have the choice uh, to pick the different components uh, that make sense uh, for what they're doing.
1: Does this ring true in fund land?
2: Well, our primary focus at CBUS right now is to build uh, an investment data management platform which can bring in data from numerous different sources, from numerous different uh, applications and, and systems. Same for us at Australian Super. So
3: anything that, from a technology architecture point of view or a business architecture point of view, would give you some of the benefits of platform solutions is something as a growing fund we're really interested in.
1: And Felicia, what approaches have you taken in communicating with the Australian Super Board while going under any kind of development? In building a new investment platform, how do you sort of take them on what is wide, what I imagine is quite a complex and technical journey?
3: Uh, so I think for, for us and for me as a technologist, take a similar approach with boards as you would with anyone who's a non-technologist. So board like directors. myself. Okay, so we can Forgive. try it with you. Um, board directors, very busy people. They have a lot of things to be concerned about. And so although they might have a passion and interest in technology and the concepts we're talking about, to take the time to be able to understand them in detail, to then be able to discharge their duties is asking an awful lot if you want them to understand complexity detail. So for us, we look to communicate technology in a way where you invite people into a conversation versus alienate them. So you use terminology that they understand. And when it comes to something like platforms and we also speak about this when we talk about things like apis or cloud or ecosystem or agile that we say how do i talk about that in a language that invites someone in so platform is something where we talk about that it has two key characteristics number one is that you can build on it and number two is it has interoperable elements and then, in addition, when we talk about platforms, we say, well, why do we care about that as Australian super? And most roads, when you talk about platforms, will lead to data. And the, the why around data is around volume, it's around velocity, and it's around variety. So I use a platform versus a small little database because I want to consume huge amounts, volumes of data. I want to use a variety of data, is from all different sources and I want to be able to constantly be updating consuming
1: different data. Uh, Peter on the other side of the coin speaking of, of taking people on that sort of journey uh, you have your investment teams uh, how do you drive uptake and buy-in when organizations and teams are kind of used to legacy systems?
2: Yes at CBUS we have our investments team love Excel. we have over 70 Excel models and um, Uh, the way we've approached it is to start out by building uh, beautiful visualization dashboards in power bi and sharing them with the team we've had a few uh what we call high viz sessions because uh, cbus is the construction and building (laughs) industry um where we where we show what these uh, power bi dashboards can do how interactive they are how you can drill in all all the way down to the security level And the investments team loves it, and we've just been inundated with requests to build more and more dashboards for them off of the data that we have.
1: Let's jump through to data governance. Jane, do you want to speak a little about that and how how it sort of sits in all of this?
0: Yeah, sure. I mean... As, as both Peter and Felicia have said, data is at, at the core uh, of any platform and you know, as we exchange more and more data with our clients, whether it's on a near real-time basis for trading or setting them you know, daily, uh, anal- daily valuations for, for their analytics, uh, the need to be able to, to do that reliably uh, and in a timely manner uh, is increasingly more important but you've got to surround that with strong governance. You know, you've got to know what the data is that you're sending uh, and receiving on the fund side. Uh, you've got to have a common language uh, to be able to describe what it is that you're providing uh, and, and sharing, uh, so that as funds they can rely uh, on, on what they're getting and understand what it is that we're sending. So you know, we've, we've been lucky to be able to leverage the governance frameworks uh, that the whole of JP Morgan has um, and you know that can range from tools to definitions of roles uh, and making sure that we have individual people who are accountable uh, for, for specific data sets uh, that we're using ourselves and, and making available to clients.
1: Uh, I've heard that one of the things that keeps trustees up at night, one of the worst sort of things for them is data security and cyber security. Uh, how, how do uh, you guys, Felicia and Peter, how do you approach that in your roles?
3: um so for us i would say the neat summary is that when it comes to it security that it's just it's a non-negotiable it is the most important thing to us we have a brand which is associated with trust and unless you secure a member's data and a member's assets and make that the absolute top of your priority list then if you're not doing that you're probably not doing your job right um And I would say as well that it's really important, even if you don't believe in that from a purpose perspective, is that you have to understand the increase in cyber incidents and also the very, very heavy focus that our regulators are now taking when it comes to being able to demonstrate before a cyber incident that you are well prepared and well protected. From a platform perspective, architecturally and from a solution, that you look to build sort of security by design into
1: everything that you do. Much the same for you guys over at CBUS?
2: Yeah, at at CBUS we actually arranged with the vendor that we would not put any data into the platform until we were comfortable with that the security was up to the standard that we required um, and that we would not start paying any licence fees until we were comfortable with the security, so absolutely not negotiable.
1: What are the key success factors in the implementation of a new platform or technology?
3: So if I had to choose one, and only one, I would say that the key success factor, the one thing you need to focus on, is your why. What is the purpose of why you're doing what you're doing? So technology projects, historically, um, would plant their flag at the point and high-five each other at the point when they've released a system into production. But has that delivered any value to the business? Has that made an impact on members at that point? Maybe, maybe not. But making decisions throughout the journey of creating a new platform or creating a new technology and always, always pinning it to your purpose and your why makes it a lot easier to do things like make priority calls when things get tough. And at the end, to have measurable evidence of the fact that you've succeeded that ties to your
2: fund strategy and your fund purpose. Yeah, I agree, and it also gives you uh, having a very clear set of strategic aims and goals, which we did in our vendor selection process at CBUS, allows you to focus in on what your must-have key criteria are, and to select the best vendor or platform for your needs based on those key criteria, and which is also a useful thing to come back to when you when you need to tell vendors why you, they didn't get selected. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I just probably
0: round that out to, to say picking a picking a, a you know a goal and, and sticking with it is probably more important than you know spending ages analysing you know what the possible alternatives are. Start with something, have a go. If it doesn't work, throw it away and start mm-hmm, again. Yeah. But having a purpose and getting going uh, is more important than spending forever deciding what it is that you're going to try and do holistically.
1: Okay, so final uh, question to round us out. How do you know when you have implemented the right data management solution and are you ever really done?
2: No, you are never really done. You need a solution which is flexible and adaptable to allow you to continuously adjust and improve as your needs change. We will always look to use the best systems in the market and to be able to easily adjust our central data management system when we change any of the interconnecting systems or data providers. We also want to be able to take advantage of any new advances in technology, which is moving so fast these days. So we fully expect to continually adjust and improve the reporting, which is running off our platform, as new technologies and features become available.
1: A big thank you to our panel for joining us today. You have just been listening to Felicia Truen, Group Executive of Technology Services at Australian Super. Peter Stevenson, Manager of Investment Data and Analytics at CBUS Superfund, and Jane Duparis, Data Management Product Lead, Security Services Australia and New Zealand of JP Morgan. We would also like to extend a big thank you to Terry Thomas from JP Morgan for her assistance in setting up today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, uh, please head to newsroom.aist.asn.au for plenty more for all topics across superannuation until next time bye for now